How's it going? Episode 165 of the Rolling and Rambling podcast that's also most likely now uh, going to pivot a little bit and I think some of this content is just going to probably end up on the Rolling, Rolling Motivation YouTube channel. Um, I've been thinking about the whole idea around starting a new podcast and doing all of that stuff and I just, I don't really want to, I don't, I don't want to have to like, like do all that. There's like the idea of taking this podcast and then clipping more things out, finding pictures to put on the YouTube channel and putting them, you know, on a whole separate YouTube channel and then pushing them out and doing all of that stuff. And the fact of the matter is, like I've mentioned a bazillion times, I just like the format the way that it is. It gives me a chance to just grab my phone. I'm uh, mic'd up with the headset, so hopefully the volume is reasonable and the and the audio quality might be a little bit better. It was raining here, uh, and I'm sitting in my car, so the rain was sort of wrapping on the hood a little bit ago. I was sitting and just sort of in and out of meditation here for a little bit. I kind of did a first 20-minute sesh and then had a couple sips of tea and kind of felt like I wanted to, quote-unquote, go back in, as I call it, just like sort of meditate a little bit more because there were some things that were just bugging me. And um, I've talked a little bit more about meditation these days. And I've always been sort of scared of talking about meditation not because I'm worried about what anybody thinks, more or less because I don't want to necessarily get into a scenario where I'm like doing the whole like, oh, teach me how to meditate or like what kind of meditation you use or like what about this or have you tried this? I just, I, I enjoy the process of what I do for meditation, I guess you'd call it. Someone always wonders if I do transcendental meditation and, and I actually didn't even know like what that meant essentially. Um, you know, that's sort of the, the Beatles, uh, made that kind of famous early, like for North American wise, even though they were, they were English, they, they made that, uh, sort of the thing, the TM meditation. And there's the whole, like all of the things that are surrounding that. And now there's this big like push around, um, mental health and, and all the things that are going on. So Meditation definitely has a as a practice, and for me, you know, I'm looking at over like over 620 days every day of meditating every day since January 6th. Uh, so it's it's one of those things that I started out at 10 minutes, and, you know, s- struggled with staying focused for the 10 minutes, and the longest I've sat was originally an hour, then an hour and five, and then I did an hour and a half a long time ago, and Um, some of you may or may not know I was stuck in my apartment again for about 11 days with the elevator being down and my girlfriend was happy enough, or sorry, I was happy to have my girlfriend to come visit me and do all that, but she also brought me groceries and helped me keep sane and I was able to work with my new job in the government. I was able to work from home, so that was okay, but it was still stuck inside without a place to go for 11 days, so I ended up just needing meditation more than before. And I meditated for an hour and 45 all in one sitting just to 
uh, help get my mind right. And uh, lately since that time, so the last week and a half or two weeks since I've been quote unquote released or out or whatever sort of funny term you want to use, it still sucked to be in there. Introverts are always like, oh, it's a great thing, like, you know, being able to leave and just being stuck. And like, yeah, it's a whole different ballgame when you can't leave your place. That's that's the thing that makes the difference is not being able to leave. So whatever anybody says, it sucked. 11, almost 12 days by the time I was in there and got out. Um, but meditation helped me get through it in a way different way this time than last time. And essentially the way that I meditate is just, I focus on the breathing. Yes, I have a mantra cause I did some things and did some, some, some meditation training years and years ago. They gave me a mantra. I've been using that, but you can use a lot of different things. I've had different, you know, I've, I've watched different videos and people, people meditate on different things. You know, there was a period of time where I was really trying to use it to focus on sort of attracting different things into my life and bringing different things. And then you know, over time, it actually can change you as a person and all of that fun stuff. But more and more, I'm just like recognizing that it's good for me to break meditation down into smaller chunks. I still meditate a lot more than I used to, more than the 10, 11, 12 minutes, you know, I started with, I'm now doing 15 and 20 minutes. And a lot of times I'll do, you know, a 10 or 11 or 12 minute, maybe 15 minutes, and then I'll do another 25 at some other point in the day like essentially the way that this one just got broken up was um like a 20 it ended up being about 21 minutes and this last one was about uh 25 kind of thing and so you know it just it just you know there's sometimes i'd like to stay in the meditation and 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 quote-unquote figure more things out or relax or let go of whatever's been bugging me but ultimately from a non like a non-attachment standpoint like just saying like uh, you know because i've had some cool things happen since i've been meditating in my life and some proof devices have showed up that made it me believe in it even more but essentially the biggest thing for everyone is it just teaches you to breathe and take some space and take some time to just calm down and relax and, and control your mind a little bit more. Like that's the biggest thing is like, I do it when I feel stressed and now I'm able to just remember to take a huge breath. Like just let's pause for a sec. You know, we're listening to this podcast. You're doing whatever you're doing. Let's, let's take a sec and just, you know, pay attention to where there's some tension in your body and just, you know, let that, let your mind tell you where that is and let your, just find it for a sec. Once you find out where that tension is, I always like to use the visualization of that tension sort of flowing out of me and dropping to the ground, it comes out of the end of my fingers or it comes out of my feet or it, comes out of the bottom of my spine or whatever it needs to come out of because I'm sitting down all the time. But just send that tension out. And then, you know, as you're doing that, just and then hold and then just slowly exhale, you know, might be a little annoying to have me breathe in your ear, but just inhale for a good 
you know, two or three seconds and then hold it for another two or three seconds and exhale for two or three seconds and take some time and just see what it does. See what it does for you. And that, in a sense, once you close your eyes and you sit in a quiet space and you do that over and over again, that's essentially meditation. Like, it just doesn't, it doesn't really matter what you focus on. It doesn't really matter what you chant. It doesn't really matter what the music is. Like, all of those things, if you do guided meditations through Headspace or through whatever that was on Netflix or just find one on Spotify or YouTube or whatever, they can help. They can help you start. But one of the things that I've noticed for myself is I'm really glad that I didn't necessarily do any of that guided stuff in the beginning because I had the, it, 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 it took the crutches away from my brain. It took the, essentially the, almost the, the, the support that I would have had for me not to have to maybe fight those thoughts so much. And I really believe that muscle strength is, is, is important for the body, but mind is a muscle as well. And, and strengthening that and strengthening your ability to, to not let anxiety take control and obviously I'm going to have some people talk about their anxiety and how they've done all these different things and and you know this and this and 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 they're going to say oh well it doesn't work for me because of these things and it doesn't work for me because of this and it doesn't work for me because of this and and I tried it but it didn't do this and I tried all this stuff and it didn't do this okay and my answer is cool like good good great like I don't know what you want me to say to stuff like that I I think I, my last podcast episode was, you know, how to, how to actually be happy. You know, I was talking about actual happiness. Like I've, I've, from friends noticed that I've built my happiness, you know, significantly over the last probably 18 months to two years. And it's not just my new girlfriend and it's not, there's a new job. Like that all happened as I was becoming more happy and I changed my baseline. And it wasn't just meditation. It was the people I was hanging out with. It was the content that I was listening to. It was the TV shows that I was watching. It was all the things. And I recognized that happiness really sort of comes from not wanting as much stuff. Like, I mean, I, I know people that have a house right now that they can afford and they're living in it and they're making do and all that stuff. And then they just want a bigger space because they need a bigger space, but they don't have any reason to need a bigger space. Like I have another friend that, that need bigger space and needed something a little more accessible for uh, their son has special needs and, you know, different, different, uh, you know, um, needs and, and, and sort of accommodations are needed in those situations. My girlfriend has a son with a disability needs those types of things. I need different things than other people do. I clearly need to live in a building that is ground floor. And, uh, so, you know, like those things are happening got a better job now. So, you know, or home ownership or increase in rent is definitely something that was, is more attainable than it was. And subsidized housing opportunities for, uh, you know, over the last little while, every time I keep checking, they seem to be not a lot of spaces. Uh, so, you know, a lot of people need different things. And there was a time where I didn't make a lot of money and I still, uh, am, you know, I'm doing better for myself, but you know, those are all concerns and considerations that we need to go through. So, you know, there's just a lot of, a lot of that, that I eventually want to get to for being, not being able to be stuck in my apartment for almost two weeks for the second time in five years, but it also becomes a exercise in patience 
and an exercise in gratitude and not in some sort of rote sort of forced way like all these courses and all this other kind of stuff is actually just remembering what you have and and where I, like i think that's why i benefit from journaling so much because i remember all of this stuff that that i went through and where i came from and that's why this podcast is great my youtube channel is great because i just remember oh yeah i went through that and i did this i did that i did that it has it has power in oh like i did i think i suck now but i like sucked way more at life before and it's not about beating myself up it's about knowing where i was and i needed to go through all that stuff to get to this yes some struggles i wish didn't happen and i honestly think now in a lot of ways that's a lot of that some of those struggles didn't need to happen in order for me to get to where I was. If I didn't have that certain thing, if I didn't have X happen, I still would be where I am now. But the the fact is, I I also need to let go of wanting all this stuff all the time. You know, do I really need it? Do I really need that stuff? Yes, my car and my motor and those types of fun things, and you know, do but but what do I want as far as like? space and now they've got a girlfriend and a relationship like there's considerations there and and what how is that gonna f- flesh out for myself the other thing that all of this process has has taught me is you would think since it took essentially my working life started i did a summer job when i was 15 and then i did and you know i sort of did some schooling and different things and try to plan for jobs and then i got my first real job kind of when I was 21. So if you look at that, I'm 41 now, 20 years of working. And I finally have quote unquote, got myself a good job. And, and it's something that I can now just sort of ease into and progress. And, and I don't have to have it be the be all end all, like all this stuff that I wanted to do, like this podcast, the cool vehicles, the rolling motivation, the, the book, like they all needed to be for a long time. They needed to be like this thing that validated me as a person. And if, if they didn't succeed, I wasn't a success. And, and I felt like a loser because all the things that I tried didn't work and all of this stuff. Right. So it just becomes the, uh, a scenario and a, a, uh, a practice in letting go. And I, I've been learning through more of my meditation that one of the things that I actually lack, even though it took me 20 years to get this job is I lack patience in a major way. Right. Uh, you know, I've, I've, I've been in situations before where, where, you know, I felt really strongly about something and I'm like, well, if I feel this strongly based on, on all these different scenarios and different things, it's obviously going to be, coming my way or doing whatever and and so then i'm just like expecting this thing to happen like this either this job this whatever like maybe the, you know this i put out a, a product and i try and sell a t-shirt or something and i expect all these orders and i expect all this stuff and and i expect this podcast to take off and i expect all these things and yeah i mean there's there's different methodologies and different things that i could have done in every scenario. So if I did start something new, definitely I'd do something different. I could, but, but I think, I think there's just, I, I keep getting this message of like patience, lack, there's this lack of patience and this want and this, this need to do something and be something and have it be this stamp of success. And I've, I've pushed myself away from that and I'm helping people 
in my life and, and younger people that I talk to about patience and just relaxing and taking space. And again, that's meditation, but it's also on a bigger level, just like breathing and just like letting life sort of enjoying life. And the other night I got to look at some stars and today, even though today, even though it's raining, it's kind of nice out, you know, and it's, it's, we needed the rain. We need the, the water levels and the lakes and stuff to, 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 to go back up and we need a lot of this stuff. So there's lots of good things that are happening. And if you just not even trying to be like falsely grateful or, or pulling gratitude out to, to just be like, I did it and it doesn't matter. It's like, and like, I know that's so crammed down our throat now and all that stuff. And it just becomes like this, like self-help bullshit to like, to, to, to be grateful and to do those things. They feel like a rote routine and they feel forced from some dork ass guru that's on the internet and telling you to do something. And it's just like, but no, like just think about the things that you're happy about. Like think about the things that make you happy. And it doesn't always have to be the default stuff. It doesn't always have to be family and it doesn't always have to be, Oh, I'm grateful for my job and I'm grateful for my health and I'm great. It doesn't have to be those things. It can be grateful for this burger. It can be, I'm grateful that I was able to grow this tomato. It can be, I'm grateful for the fact that I'm wearing, you know, Gucci or I'm wearing this or I'm doing that. And I, it can be like, it can be whatever you need it to be. It doesn't need to be a public situation. It doesn't need to be something that you need to tell people. Obviously, like I posted something on my social media the other day and asked people what they were grateful for because I needed a boost. I was going through some stuff and I wanted to be able to, to have that like pump me up, you know? And so that helped. But I mean, if you're not publicly talking about what you're grateful for, cause some friend that's overly pumped all the time asks you on the internet, who are you grateful for? It can then be whatever you want it to be. If you're grateful for the friggin' old Henry bar that's in your hand right now, or you're grateful for the, your sick gaming system or your, uh, you know, like my girlfriend's kids, super excited for his Xbox. He's grateful for that. He's grateful for obviously Wi-Fi and iPad and like all the things that kids are, are grateful for. He likes Roblox and all the things like hot wheels. Like obviously everybody's like, Oh, that's superficial. But like, you don't have to always be so grateful for like spiritual stuff. Like, I think that's what makes it so difficult for a lot of people is they're just looking for things that they think other people want you to say. If you're grateful that you're alive and you're grateful that you have health and you're grateful for all those things, that's wonderful. But when you're dealing with mental health issues, it can be tough, right? It can be super tough. So just find gratitude in whatever you need to find gratitude in it. And if it's your morning mocha latte, or it's, it's the fact that you got gas in your car or whatever it is, find the smallest thing to be, to be grateful for. Cause the gratitude is, isn't just about like, you know, showing gratitude and then like not being like a superficial jerk or anything like that. It actually just makes you feel better as a person. Right. And then hopefully what will happen is you start feeling better. More good things will happen that you'll notice. And then you'll be more, you'll be grateful for more things. Obviously bad things happen and, and stress has come and all these things and it knocks you out of alignment. But the more and more, you, the more and more you practice gratitude, the more and more you find little things, not the things that everyone else on the internet thinks you should be grateful for. Like the stuff that you're grateful for. I don't care if it's your Nikes. Like I don't, I don't really care. Whatever helps you feel proud or grateful for the thing that you have, 
will eventually put you in a space that will allow you to have more of that stuff. And let me tell you something else. When you start chasing all the financial stuff and you have great gratitude around that, eventually that will get a bit boring and you'll look for more things that are, are not so North American superficial. I have a friend that moved to Italy just recently and he uh, said the whole vibe there is different. He's had stomach issues and different dietary issues his whole sort of life. And it's always been a bit hit and miss with pastas and, and breads and different things. You know, everything's fresh made over there. And, um, you know, he hasn't had any stomach issues the whole time he's been there. Um, you walk down the street, everybody says, you know, nice things and they, they, they're open from seven 30 in the morning till one o'clock in the afternoon. Then they take a break until about four 30 and they're open till eight o'clock. Kind of that. They just, it's a totally different lifestyle. Someone parks in the middle of the road and people just drive around. There's no honking. There's no impatient crap. There's like, it's a Sunday right now. And I had somebody honk at me cause like, I turned a little bit slower or whatever it was today. Like nobody has any patience anymore. Like, what are you rushing for on a Sunday, dude? I get it. Oh, I gotta go. Some people gotta go to work, but like you could have left earlier. Like I've been learning that with my whole job. Like one of the things that I can do to be less stressed in the morning is leave five minutes earlier because I can make it work on time, but I'm rushed making it work on time. Whereas like if I left five, six, seven minutes early, I would be on time and not rushed. So the only person that would benefit from that is me. Nobody else outside the world sees the fact that I'm rushed. But it's me rushing because I'm saving every extra minute or just not planning my morning well because I've got all this story around who I am as a morning person. So there's such small things that you can do to change yourself and, and take space and to take time for yourself and to have an area in, where, in your life where you can be different. And I think that's sort of my advice as far as happiness. That's, that starts the process of finding happiness. It doesn't matter what it is. If, even if someone else would call it superficial, you don't have to tell anybody that just be grateful for that thing and start looking for more grateful things and take deep breaths every once in a while. And when you take your deep breath, don't put your chin forward, put your head up. And stick your chest out a bit and lean your head back a smidge. When you take that breath in and when you're when you're exhaling, like look for that space to drop your tension in your shoulders. Because most of the tension is in our head and our neck and in our shoulders nowadays. Just drop it all out of your feet. Like those things can really help you um, change. That's that's where I'm at. And there's uh, yeah, I just I just I want people to to start to understand that you don't need to be all fired up. This concept that like, if you're not stressed or you're not like, you're not like showing urgency or fear or anxiety or something that you're not taking something as seriously as somebody else. Like I've been noticing this, like when you have a work deadline, if you're not like friggin' panicked about it, people just think you're like, you don't care. And it, my, my ability to care about something has nothing to do with how stressed I feel. I understand things are important at work. I understand things are important. My family and my girlfriend and her kid and all that stuff. But I'm, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to become like stressed out and tense just to prove to that person that I believe it's a thing. I don't know. That's where I'm leaving it. I don't even know what to call this episode, but I'm going to try and call it basic happiness tips or something. But anyway. Uh, episode 165 of the Rollin' Ramblin' Podcast, and thanks as always. Love you guys.